1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch, because, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to us on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and you can even give us a rating. It makes us, you know, happy and stuff. Only if you say nice things. You can say bad things, too. That's fine, too. Um, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard... Visit itunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the team will be discussing new tunes from Allie and AJ and Blood Pop and Justin Bieber. The latter two teamed up for the new single Friends, which is due to debut on next week's Billboard Hot 100 chart. Fun fact, Blood Pop co-wrote the bulk of the tracks on Lady Gaga's last album, Joanne, as well as a number of the tunes on both Bieber's last full-length set, Purpose, and Madonna's last studio effort, Rebel Heart. Clearly, Blood Pop knows his way around pop superstars. So, with that said, let's get into it on Must Hear Music. Music <laughs>
3: All right, hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. Uh, My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. This is kind of like a special breaking news alert (laughs) edition of Must Hear Music, because we recorded a podcast and was, you know, prepping to unleash that into the world. And then lo and behold, Her Holiness Taylor Swift uh, unleashes her inner demons and comes out with a new song, so we are recording this little thing, and then uh, we will proceed with the rest of the podcast, which is recorded pre-Swift. Pre-Swift, um, as history whole will now. Era. Yeah, pre. Look what you made me do. Um, but anyway, so let's let's talk about it. I would
4: say just quickly. I would say the title "Look What You Made Me Do" refers to us adding an addendum onto this podcast yeah look yeah. what she made us do look what i mean she made us do. i'm here on a friday guys yeah, exactly <laughs> wow at work on a friday what yeah. a saint Who does that? yeah
3: truly incredible stuff There, really inspiring Lindsay. um Hard anyways work, you know <laughs> let's talk about um let's talk about this taylor swift so look what you made me do first single from reputation significantly dark sinister um, you know, some caustic, I believe, was a great word you used in your wonderful oh. little uh, review, wow. Jason. Thanks, so wh- why don't
4: you kick us off? Um, sure. I mean, my my initial reaction to this was just surprise because it just... Look, I, I wrote about earlier this week about what you can sort of expect uh, from this because you knew from the album title Reputation, the album artwork with the headlines. She was, she was definitely not going to move on from some of the controversies that plagued her last year you knew she was going to address it what i didn't expect is like this totally bonkers song where you have all these moving parts and she's so like pissed off in it and she's taking names and is like uh, i don't know i just i i i pictured her getting a little bit darker but i Mm -hmm. didn't expect to this degree um what did you guys what did you guys think about that were you guys supr- like when oh, you first yeah. listened, I mean, were you guys like whoa what the, the hell's yeah. going on
2: last well, night at like, oh my god
3: yeah of course i was there i like was going to sleep because i was very tired but then i was like i, I stayed to, up, I for stay up for this so did
2: alexa alexa usually goes to bed at like 10 little <laughs> angel wow doxing um, grandma alexa
4: <laughs> yeah. that's awesome
2: so she comes running into my room like a few minutes before midnight mm-hmm. and is like it's out. <laughs> and then we actually recorded our first listen. Nice. And I have I was, a video of it. It's so yes. funny. Post it on
3: Twitter, please. We thought about it. Yeah, well. sure. it's yeah you're actually
4: um, gonna have to post that.
2: Before, but yeah, so we were just like listening. And we're just like, we kind of like it because I like weird music. And this mm-hmm. is kind of dark. Like the beat makes no sense really. Yeah. Um. So I was into it. And then when she was like, the old Taylor is dead. We both, yeah. like, lost it. We were like, what? And then we played that back. Baba
3: Shook, yeah.
2: Yeah, we were. Um, so that was my first take on it. I really very, like it. I feel like I'm in the minority here.
4: I was just going to say, very quick aside, I saw The Baba Duke for the first time two nights <laughs> it's a, ago. It's a very good movie. Very I good movie. I haven't seen it still. Sorry. I mm-hmm. just, I, yeah. I had to point that out. It's a great anyway. film.
3: Um I, I also really like it. But before, I mean, yeah, I was very... Yeah, confused and surprised when I first heard it I mean, it's a t- Here's the thing Like, she Like, lyrically we've She's touched on this before Maybe not quite so maliciously mm-hmm. um, But I think the the real surprise is Like, she's usually such a, like, perfectionist Like, everything sounds so polished From her, like From her country singer-songwriter yeah. stuff To, like, Blank Space Is, like, such an immaculate production And and this, like You've said, Jason This is, like, a messy, jarring production Yeah um, It's not, like perfectly put together, and you could say, you know, maybe that's, like, the point of it. Like, she wants to, like, show some edges and kind of disrupt things and Mm be, um, you know, a little more, I don't know, you know, sonically adventurous than you're going to get on a perfectly um, patched together pop single. But I like, I mean, listen, it's, the other thing that really struck me is just, it's crazy that this is not unsimilar to swish swish and that like Katie and Taylor <laughs> both have these like nineties throwback nineties club throwback tracks yep. um, within the same, you know, year. And this is not like a, you know, nineties sure are like hot right now, but it's not like nineties club influenced tracks are like tearing up the radio. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a strange thing to throw That's back true. to. And that both of them are kind of doing that um, at the same time is very odd. And, um, and yeah, and then, you know, there's, of course, the part where she's like speak singing, which mm-hmm. sounds very much like Fergie um, yeah. on My Humps. It's just, it's so weird. And that's, again, another thing that's not like that's hot right now. It's not like anyone's like clamoring for more of that. So it's, <laughs> it's so, but you know, but I like both of those things. Like, I'm not against it. Um, it's just, it's strange. You know, I mean, she's, I think it's sonically risky and it's also career risky because yeah. I'm sure it'll debut at number one. This is not a billboard prediction, I'm just my prediction. But I cannot imagine this being like a consistent top ten hit. Like you All know, right. it's it's not the radio yeah. is not going to regularly play this. Like I don't
4: know, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. Um, it's it's so different, and maybe it's a little too different to your point. But I think I, I, that that hook is really catchy. Like the mm-hmm. what you're calling like the Fergie esque. Like mm-hmm. look what you made me do. Yeah. Um, it's really catchy, and and someone pointed out I think this morning, uh, that it's like a. I think maybe Dan uh, pointed this out, that it's like a a perfect kind of club snippet. Like, yes. you can yeah. hear oh, the yeah. remix. I mean, yeah. and-
3: swish, Swish, not doing great on the Hot 100, but, like, I hear it in, like, the clubs and the gay bars all the time. Like, yeah. this, I think 100% is going to be the same thing. Um, yeah. and, the, and the other crazy thing about it is, so we, uh, Gil Kaufman, one of our great writers um did an interview with them so it, it interpolates the the beat from Wright said Fred's mm-hmm. I'm too sexy yep you know another Not thing. The beat the melody We're both kind of the beat if you if you line them up there the beat is pretty similar oh too. really yeah I thought
4: it was just melody anyway.
3: um and yeah again another like who thought that Taylor Swift was gonna take <laughs> I'm too sexy as a, as a big song again
4: I, ho- I, I hope second single has like an an interpolation of uh rico suave Let's get some <laughs> gerardo in there yes yeah
2: um
3: but yeah real anyways and they what, one interesting thing they said in their interview was um their original you know it does, everyone kind of thinks that as like a dumb song but it was like a satire on like 80s excess um the whole i'm too sexy thing mm-hmm. so like that was a fairly cynical song and this is also a pretty cynical song which yeah. they pointed oh, that's out that's interesting um interesting connection that i did not think yeah. of myself yeah. um but yeah just in terms of like reaction like swish Wish really grew on me i started thinking like eh, and then i ended up loving it and i feel like the same is going to happen with this like i've listened to it a lot and i don't even say i love it now but i recognize that i want to keep returning to it
4: mm-hmm. for those who did not attend my karaoke birthday party um <laughs> joe performed swish mm-hmm. with with uh my wife so that mm-hmm. is burned in my brain forever. It's on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet. Yeah, the internet. Don't, yeah.
3: don't let people know that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: speaking of the internet, one re- one really interesting thing that I did see on Twitter, which I keep going back to, someone pointed out that the title of this song, by calling it "Look What You Made Me Do," mm-hmm. not like "Look What I've Done," or like she's taking no ownership. She's like yeah. once again making herself the victim here, which kind of makes me not like the song because then I'm just like no one really made you do that basically I'm having this internal struggle here (laughs) where I'm like first off I feel kind of bad for you if you feel like you're at a point where you're like this in this dark place because of all the things that people made you do and like you know what the headlines say and like what people think of you like that's kind of sad but then it's also like well no one made you do this dark release you know like this was your artistic decision. So, I, 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 I won't think be getting. There might any be sleep a little tonight. bit of a
3: smirk with it. I'm, yeah. I mean, I can't say that for certain. Yeah. Like, well, it know, might not be a totally earnest darkness. Maybe kind of like like character role playing yeah. sort of thing.
0: Well, one of
4: the, one of the things, and that we were on an email chain this morning, Joe, um, where uh, Justin Bieber's sorry was brought up. Yes, and it was me. Yeah. that was you. Well yeah. done, sir. <laughs> um, but you know, I've been thinking about that since since then, and. I think part of the problem, and this song has gotten wildly mixed reviews mm-hmm. um, thus far. I would say leaning more toward negative than yeah. positive. But I think, and I think part of the problem is that when Justin Bieber dropped "Sorry," like it just made sense from a narrative perspective. Like mm-hmm. people yeah. kind of, even if you're a casual fan, you kind of knew he had done some dumb stuff and had some personal mm-hmm. issues, and kind of had like a quote-unquote fall from grace from when his, you know, when he first started out is like this precocious kid. Yeah. He comes back with this song Sorry and it's a great song, but also it makes sense for like him being like, I'm owning up to my mistakes. This I think makes less sense for people because the Taylor versus Kimye thing and, you know, the Calvin Harris stuff, like mm-hmm. it's not quite as memorable yeah. as like I, I think a lot yeah. of a lot of what it's I've true. seen is like so you so you have this instance where she's like Look what you made me do, like nobody trusts me and i think mm-hmm. I think people are just kind of confused, like, what did we make
1: you yeah. do right?
3: Um, it's a lot more nebulous,
4: yeah, sure. so and I think that disconnect has created this problem of if say say like Taylor Swift had almost a worse year last year, and mm-hmm. she. You know, got completely destroyed on you know on a number of occasions mm-hmm. instead of just like this weird Snapchat thing that mm-hmm. caused like a, like a week or half a week worth of headlines. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that would be one thing, and then she kind of comes back. But I think that th- I think people are just wondering like, what is all this about? And I think that has mm-hmm. colored a lot of the reaction to this song. So I think yeah. that's, that's
3: a good point Yeah, and I think you're right, and I think it's also, you know, like, with the Bieber stuff, of course, he had defenders, and people were like, oh, leave him alone, but that was a more universally, like, everyone could be like, all right, well, he did some dumb kid stuff, but, like, the Taylor Kimye thing is so, uh, like, there's, it's one of those confusing things where you're kind of, like, at the end of the day, you're not sure, like, what wrong was done, or Mm -hmm. if anyone did wrong, or if it was just this weird miscommunication, so it's so nebulous, yeah, people, and, you know, it wasn't universally that people hated her either, like, I think she could have come out and not addressed it, and people would have been fine moving on, yeah. without yeah. thinking about it. But
2: yeah. also with Bieber, like, sorry, sort of moved his narrative forward, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this, like, this is backtracking so yeah. much. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah
4: I, I think that's that's part of the problem. I, I will say though that so I I like this song. Um, I don't love it. I like this song. I think it has some really cool elements. I will say this has me so excited for this album. I think that yeah. like. I'm so pumped for like weird Taylor Swift. We've never seen weird Taylor yeah, Swift I know. before. I
2: think that's why I like it because yeah. I'm, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah,
4: yeah. I and feel
3: like the whole album can't be this weird, though. Really? I would be shocked if it was.
2: That, that that's
4: the thing. This is the lead single, man. So I don't know. I, know. I feel like I feel lead like less smart lead, 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 lead single.
3: I feel like there's got to be some like immaculate pop confection on oh, this. Sure. Yeah, that's we'll coming say. our way.
4: But I don't know. Maybe she just makes, like, a a full, like, Bjork album. Like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Oh, like, like the the throat singers, like, uh, she just does, like, medulla. That'd be great. That'd be all about That's probably
3: what's going to happen. Yeah, good good point.
2: Great prediction.
3: But, yeah, so, I mean, this is obviously everyone. Everyone is, I think, forced to have an opinion on this. So if you've got one... Uh, please tweet them <laughs> at us. Let us know what you think about the song, slash the narrative, slash its chances on the charts. Um, and let's give a listen to this. So, Taylor Swift, uh, look what you made me do. And we're going to listen to a little bit of that. And then after that, we're going to go into our previously recorded podcast. So, uh, cool. here it is new Taylor. <laughs> I check it once, then I check it twice. Oh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you do. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music. My name is Joe Lynch and I am here with Jason Lipshutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hi. And uh so yeah, we got some tunes. We like, sure do. like we do like every most episode. Most episodes. I yeah. uh, so, yeah, so this week we're going to run through uh, Justin Bieber's new song with Blood Pop, Friends, uh, Dave East featuring French Montana Maneuver, um, a new-ish, sort of bending the rules on this one, uh, Jamila Woods and Chance the Rapper song. I asked
2: if we had any rules. I don't think we do here.
3: Um, they're, If they're, if we do, they're being bent. Okay. Um A song from Sid, uh, J. Roddy Walston and the Biz, mm-hmm. and then Alien and AJ, the return of Alien and AJ, uh, which has people been tweeting at me about, and this song is officially really? out. So now, it, yeah, it's, it's time to talk about it. Joe, that's awesome. Um, but let's let's start with uh, you know the man, the legend, Jason. Specifically oh, talking about up? Justin Bieber. Then. Oh, haha.
4: <laughs> yeah. So Justin Bieber and Blood Pop and and with their friends Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels mm-hmm. released a new song um it's good i mean i i don't we we've talked a lot about justin bieber on this podcast uh, it the the new single is is fun it, it to me it sounds like a weekend song a lot and uh you know just in terms of that kind of like cruising production uh mm-hmm. I, I think that some of the lyrics are a little iffy but i, I think overall it, it hits its mark i don't really have like a, a drawn-out opinion on this I, I mean it it it's not like a a huge change up for him Mm -hmm. it's 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 nothing like completely amazing or wretched or even Mm -hmm. it's not even it's not like mediocre at all it's it's just like very solid so what do you guys think
2: yeah i mean when we did the little billboard staff poll i voted for sorry over this song do you
3: want to explain that a little
4: bit yeah for those who aren't for
2: people who
3: are listening who maybe haven't read every article on billboard.com for the
2: few of you who don't continuously read the website. Um, we did a little staffer poll in the office basically comparing Friends and Sorry. And I think most people voted... Because it's the same voted... two
3: co-writers. Uh, yeah. Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels wrote and both those songs. And
2: essentially the same And And same producer, too. A,
3: yeah, Blood like, Pop produced or co-produced both. Yeah.
2: yeah, but like lyrically almost the same, thematically sort of the same. Lots of similarities. But I think most of us voted for Sorry. Yeah. I know I did. Um, so to me, Friends feels a little bit cheap just because it... It's like Sorry Part Two. What did you call it? And you called
3: lineup? it Sorry Not Sorry.
2: Oh, you had another one too, didn't uh. you? Sorry Light. Was that you? Sorry, my, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry,
4: sorry Not Sorry. sorry is diet, funnier, though. diet Sorry.
2: Yeah, Diet Sorry, if you will. Um, I mean, Friends is great. I listened to it a few times. It's just not, not what I wanted Excellent. for Beeb's return. Yeah. I don't
3: know. I think it. I think it is great, guys. Okay. Um, no, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Like it's it's very similar to Sorry. Um, you know, it's, it has that vocal modulation squiggly thing Mm -hmm. that's been so popular for like two years now. And I admit that's getting a little old, but, um, I think just in terms of like an environment where there isn't a lot of like pop pop, you know, like Bieber, Carly Jepsen type pop. It's just nice to hear a song like this. Like there isn't a lot of that happening, but yeah, it's like, sorry. And it's not as good as sorry. Um, but there, I think one thing that does sort of recommend it is, uh, blood pop maybe gets a little more experimental on this one mm-hmm. um like some of the synths are like a little reverby and kind of angular in a way that reminded me of grime's album uh, art angels which he did work on oh, too yeah. so i think there's a little bit of an edge to it that's maybe sorry doesn't have but yeah i mean i agree it's it's not as strong but i mean sorry like i would consider one of the be- like absolute top pop songs of this decade so to not yeah. be up to that level is still pretty good. Yeah, exactly.
4: That's kind of how, that's exactly how I feel. I, I feel like the exact same way I felt about like when Cold Water came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't like Let Me Love You as much. Um, what was the other song? I guess like I'm the one. I mean, yeah. they're, yeah, I mean, they're just, it's just like another successful mm-hmm. Beaver song where he's, you know, doing his thing and, and it's entertaining enough. I don't think it's, you know, Blow you away type of material, but yeah,
3: right. Um, yeah, and it's it's hard it's tough to fault someone too when they're like, in, when they reach like a, a pinnacle and the stuff that comes after it is like just pretty good. Yeah, exactly. you know you don't want to be like, oh, you suck for just being B plus now. <laughs> yeah, you know. But anyways, um, but let's listen to it. So it's Justin let's. Bieber and Blood Pop. Blood Pop gets the uh, same billing with Bieber, yeah. so good for him. Uh, the song's called Friends.
4: <laughs>
1: you know we had something so good
0: i'm wondering can we still be
2: friends can we still be friends
3: on this it has to end. all right uh, next up let's talk let's do let's pivot to another jason pick though Ooh, wow uh, double jason <laughs> uh so davis featuring french montana uh, yeah. So Dave East, we had a speaking of uh, Billboard.com, a very nice interview with him. Uh, oh, really? Our new hip hop editor, totally Carl that. Lamar, uh, interviewed him for a great piece that went up sometime last week. I forget when, but sometime, sometime last, last week. week. Just it's Google true. Google Dave East Billboard. It's the most recent one.
4: Cool. Yeah. So Dave East is a, is a rapper from Harlem. Uh, he he signed to Def Jam maybe like a year or two ago, and uh, he dru- he ju- he ju- I was going to combine the word just and dropped into drust uh he Love just it. dropped his uh i think proper debut album i, I could be wrong I think, with that
3: i think he's calling and i could be wrong also i think he's calling this an ep which is bizarre because it's 40 oh, minutes well
4: hmm. you know the classification will have to be tbd yeah but paranoia a true story it, it has a bunch of big guest stars on it uh Maneuver features, um French Montana. I, I just picked this one because I, I just like this the best. It's um he has the single with Chris Brown that's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um he has a song with Cheesy that I like. But yeah, I, I think that this is like it kind of shows his skills and it's it, it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles or like a a, a huge hook or anything like that. But it, it's it's really I don't know. It's it's just it's just like very magnetic in in terms of like kind of pulling you into his world and you kind of like i said you get a sense of who he is at this point it's it's not like thrilling um but it's just great i mean i i could see this like being a song in like um in like a tv soundtrack or a movie soundtrack or even getting some radio play what, what did you guys think of dave east featuring french montana
2: well, I uh, listened to half of this song. Oh no, <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah, not because I didn't like it; just simply ran out of time. Oh but wow! I liked where it was going. If that's any. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I'm not gonna spoil the ending for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know what happens. Don't ruin it.
4: Yeah, it takes a crazy turn. In the <laughs> last yeah, half maybe second. it does. It was produced by M. Night Shyamalan, so there's <laughs> so a big <laughs> <laughs> you twist. Just at never the end. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, I mean, even though we're talking about Davey, I so will say I've recently become a pretty big fan of French Montana. So, wow. so maybe this day. would be my favorite off of the album. What'd you say?
3: I said that's something you don't hear every day.
2: Yeah, it's pretty unusual. But I keep, whenever I walk through our office when the Hot 100 songs play or whenever I hear them on the radio, I'm like, I really like this song. And I realize it's a French Montana song. Yes.
3: So, he's, got some, he's got some hits. Yeah. yeah. He
4: does. I listen to it, It's so weird because, very quick aside, I have um, this running playlist that I listen to like every morning. I just, I like listening to the same, like, order of 12 songs mm-hmm. so i i can honestly say that i listen to french montana's pop that every single morning <laughs> it's like the eighth how or song. Now? um for a couple months now maybe even more than mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. but yeah i just that's like i that's can fun. honestly say every morning that's uh, yeah. pop that yeah
3: wait you run every morning
4: yeah most mornings yeah that
2: was his humble brag
3: yeah, yeah that really was
4: well what can i say
3: um Well, I wake up every morning. That's
4: true. Well, I would hope so, or else who's going to lead the must-hear music?
2: (laughs) Hey, I'm proud of you for that. That's a lot.
3: Yeah, so I I guess uh, I don't have too much to add other than, um, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about him. Um, I like it. You know, it's hard for me to tell, like... I, I don't know. It, it's just I, I need to, I think, listen to it more in mm-hmm. terms of like, you know, It's is, is this like is he, you know, potentially one of the greats or is he just like a pretty good rapper who's yeah. on the scene? Like, I don't know. But I will say I really love the um uh there's this uh, the saxophone in the background. Yeah. Kind of this like lonely late night sort of sultry thing. I know I thought that was a good it's kind
4: of it, it's kind of nice to the the whole album is, is kind of nice just because it's it's such a like a straightforward rap album. And I, I, I definitely need it just came out, I think three days ago yeah. so i need to spend more time with it i didn't hear it before it came out but um to me it's just like a very straightforward rap album and, and i always kind of appreciate when that happens just because so much of popular hip-hop right now is you know more pop focused and and more kind of you know you have the sing-songy stuff and mm-hmm. um which is cool and i i admire it um and and enjoy it on occasion but yeah uh, i enjoy this album
3: Alright, well let's listen to you some of that So it's Dave East featuring French Montana The song is called Maneuver
0: Put it up, bro uh, if, if it's about a bag, I maneuver I'm, maneuver. I'm on the hand-to-hand maneuver I'm Maneuver Fresh about the trap, I maneuver, I'm maneuver. In that on I maneuver BBS is on me Keep my weapon on me Protect for Yeah. My bitch a freak Yeah. Now tell me how you want it. Them bad bitches on A 100 freaks Yeah
3: um. All right, let's do. Uh, we haven't done a lens pick, so let's do it. Let's do. So we have uh, Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper, LSD. And I was yes. saying this is bending the rules just a little bit because technically Ooh. this did hit SoundCloud a year ago, but mm-hmm. is officially out now. Correct. So.
2: And it's sort of relevant once again because yeah. the music video just came out.
3: The music video did just come out, yeah, um, and it is—it's a, a great song. So.
2: Yeah, and I—I I sort of feel like maybe not everyone was aware of this album when it came out last year, I think and that's it's incredible. Accurate. Yeah. So, shout out to Jamila. I mean, yeah. it was a smart move and a great move that she could get Chance on a song, and that obviously I think is the most popular off the album, which is called Heaven, H E A V N, mm-hmm. um, similar to Havens, if you will. Wow. wow. And she's Chicago, right? Yeah. That, I no, mean, that's obviously and,
3: that's why we're talking wow. about it, right? And Chicago's this song number one stan. is um, <laughs> basically an ode to Chicago.
2: Map. It's Jamila Woods. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Wearing a Chicago flag under my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mayor Daley. <laughs> oh, no, too far. Too far. Um, but yeah, this song in particular is basically like an ode to the city because the lyrics aren't anything spectacular. I mean, she's talking about like driving down Lakeshore Drive, LSD. Sort of looking at Lake Michigan, how mm. it's not an ocean, but I've it's your favorite. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. So you know what it's like. I know
3: what it's like in the in the big windy. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> as we call it. Then. Mm-hmm.
4: You Midwest kids.
2: Oh, um, but, yeah, I mean, another one I wanted to shout out was uh, Very Black with No Name, just because I love No Name as well. And I think the two of them together is something really special. Just more Chicago love all around.
4: That's so cool. What, what, was, what was cool uh, last month was Jamila was at uh, – pitchfork fest Mm -hmm. and unfortunately right before like an hour before their set uh she was going to be on the small stage and the avalanches were going to be on the main stage The avalanches had to pull out uh for a personal for a personal problem so jamila like you could so i was at the small stage and you could see jamila and her whole crew like we're going to the main stage (laughs) and it was really cool It, it it was a hometown show so yeah she's great
2: was the crowd big
4: yeah yeah it was actually very very big um so yeah
2: Cool,
3: and how did your dad like it?
4: Oh, he loved it. He nice. he he definitely was was into Jamila.
3: I yeah, I mean, I think I think she's fantastic. Uh, this song in particular, I think the production is really mm-hmm. complex and interesting. Um, you know, it kind of falls into that like soulful funk kind of zone out music that you kind of put yes, it on exactly. and just like lay back and you know. And imagine things.
2: Totally. Um, or drive down Lake Shore or, Drive. Or, yeah, exactly.
3: Or a good driving yeah. sort of. Uh, Lay back and yeah. <laughs> let, let your mind take over. Yep. Um, <laughs> with what do or you, without. What do you, how do you listen to other music? I don't know. Sometimes, some, I feel like some music you listen sitting to while up, you're right, sitting going up. about <laughs> and like do maybe you're cleaning just or flailing your arms or doing other wildly. activities. And other types of music are things you just like lay down it's and true. kind of like let your mind kind of wander to weird places. That
2: explains it when I walk by your desk and I just see you laying down, you're imagining <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. On my back. <laughs> That's what's Joe
4: yeah. doing? Oh, he's imagining
2: things.
4: guys, <laughs> I, I have to do a lot of imagining, okay?
3: I don't need this. All right. Uh, let's listen to it. It's Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper um, called LSD very fitting title. You think I really had it like that? You ain't think- All right, that was LSD. Um, now onto a fairly, fairly different sound. Uh, Allie and AJ. So Woo-hoo! this is one of my picks.
2: What uh, my pick too? The
3: song is called "Take Me," and it is awesome, a banger. Uh, so for those who are unfamiliar, um, admittedly, this, you know, it, I was not, I was not a big uh, Disney Channel viewer around
4: the time of. Uh, what was so it? Fill to the you were? future yeah.
3: or something? Yeah, what so we, of
4: the future. Fill of the Phil future. Of the fe- so, Lindsay, what like tell us about this show? I have no idea what this show no, is. No guys.
2: Considering my age is an advantage <laughs> here for everyone. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I actually don't remember the show that well. Ah.
4: Uh, I have been a good I one. he could
2: I think he saw into the future, but now I'm thinking that might just be... Be That So Raven.
3: That is, but I'm sure they recycled <laughs> it and copied it for a million other shows. Yeah.
2: I mean, I wasn't even a fan of their acting careers. Their music careers really like, right. sold me on the so one sister of, duo. So one or
3: both of them was on a Disney Channel show. I think uh, it was Allie, And then they Oh, they had, both weren't on
4: it? So wait, what?
2: I think it was <laughs> Allie, And then I, I think, think AJ sort of like tagged on to her career. Aww, and then they cool. did some movies together. And then they started singing. That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: So they had a couple, two or three albums even, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, um, more like kind of teen-oriented, like pop rock stuff on Hollywood Records, which is Disney's um, label for kind, I mean, really like more kind of like kid stuff type things. Like Demi was on that back before she kind of grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they they disappeared. They, they started this other band called 78 Violet, which was yeah. supposed to be like, like we're adults now and then mm-hmm. no one really paid attention. Uh so I think they're very smartly like dusting back off the Alley and AJ moniker. Um but the sound is like a hundred percent adult, but it's not in that like Miley Cyrus uh former Disney star adult thing. They're not basically. They're not like I'm an adult because I'm sexual now. Yeah, it's like I'm an adult because I'm listening to more complicated music and I'm I'm having a more like mature production. Right. Um. It's it's very it's just very very beautiful. It's kind of this like disorienting, breathy '80s synth pop. Um. Very well put together. The vocals sound great. Um. It's just you know I mean this is this is kind of a style that's come back in vogue for the last ten years and with varying degrees of success uh you know kind of more in the indie world than anything else uh and i think they're doing a fantastic job with it i mean like i said you know this is it's an 80s throwback it's kind of like when it's back in the popular consciousness these days it's more in the indie realm so this is not like going to be a chart
4: banger but i
3: feel like this is the kind of thing that could get a placement in a commercial or a movie trailer or something and like actually blow up in some sense
4: i want to quickly interject um phil of the future yes according to wikipedia follows a family from the future that gets stranded in the 21st century when their time machine breaks down they had
2: sprayable they had all these cans you'd open their pantry they'd be like what do you want for dinner kids and they'd be like brownies and then you'd spray on a tray and brownies would be there now i remember the show so
3: bad for the environment
4: yes
2: didn't matter back then i Uh, mean back back (laughs) then in the future then
4: (laughs) um also, they—you mentioned that they starred in some movies. I only see one. Uh, Is it Allie cow bells? Wow, you remember! So it's called <laughs> cow bells and bells, like bell of the ball. That's how it's spelled. Mm.
2: It's the only uh, one. I, so are they like I southern
3: know.
4: bells sort of thing? I—I I don't know. You, yeah. Tell, you tell. Yeah, us and then they. I think
2: they're family loses money or something they have to work in like a milk factory
4: oh my god i
2: think this well, is that accurate. sounds like really ridiculous oh <laughs> uh,
4: wow <laughs> so sorry uh yeah i don't i i love this song it man yeah also check out Seventy violet's uh single hot house that song was great
3: oh yeah yeah um but but yeah as a, as an ellie and aj long time listener what do you think about yeah, that yeah. um
2: <laughs> I saw them open for Miley Cyrus when she was oh, really? touring as that's Hannah Montana. That's awesome. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's awesome.
2: It was amazing. Um, I've been a fan forever. A potential breakup song is probably one of my favorite songs ever. But, wow. I'm yeah, I'm just really happy. In our music meeting last Friday, I gasped because I saw the email <laughs> saying that they had returned. So I was really happy <laughs> um, that they have new music out. And I wouldn't say it's everything I wanted because I'd be perfectly happy if they put out a song that didn't sound any more mature than their mm-hmm. old material yeah. um but i do like where it's headed
3: yeah but they're late 20s now i mean they can't you gotta let them grow up yeah fine what
4: do they it'd be cool if one of these i mean cool i guess but like if if one of these like D- disney channel stars just didn't grow up they right like, like we, <laughs> they're was like 45 and they're still <laughs> making like teen pop mm-hmm. it'd be great it'd be fine
3: Could've that been would then. be really interesting yeah um and probably frightening too all right well let's let's listen to some of it uh ali and aj take me and once again i want to say uh thank you to the several people who tweeted recommendations at me about this as well as even people in the office have been asking me about i feel like i've been getting bombarded really yeah
4: that's really funny shout out to uh, (laughs) a quick shout out to uh sam lansky formerly of of time magazine now at spotify who like will ride or die with Ali and AJ forever and ever like I, I te- when this song came out I texted him and uh, and he was all about it so congrats to him alright there we go well, let's give it a listen make a
3: move and make you now All right, that was Ellie and AJ Take Me. Um, let's do one more time. All right, let's do it. Sorry, we're going to do another one of my pick. Go we'll for it. wrap with the Havens. Okay. Uh, so J. Roddy Walston and the Business is a band uh, led by J. Roddy Walston. Not his real name, but that's what, that's what he's going. Uh, so they had an album in 2013 that was called Emotional Tremors, which is good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I wasn't like a ride or die fan of it. Uh, they have a new album coming out called Destroyers of the Soft Life, and uh, I heard the whole thing yesterday, oh. and it is awesome. It's very, very impressive. It's a really—they're kind of a little more a little more polished, but at the same time a little more adventurous, I would say. Um, and one of the songs from that called You Know Me Better is out now. Um, and I just love—like, I unexpectedly, like, love this. It just, like, to me, it has— like, it's very, it's rock. It's, like, fairly straightforward in that sense. Um, but it, like, has a lot of the Arcade Fire grandeur of, like, their older stuff uh, mm-hmm. before they started, like, discoing it up. There's kind of that, like, about-to-burst emotional feeling of, like, hold-steady songs from, like, 10 years ago. Um, and then, the, and but also it, it keeps from being, like, a little too sappy, a little too emotional because the riffs are, like... They're very crunchy, I would yeah. say. Like you get kind of like some early Weezer shadings on some of those. Um, it's just it's a really like it has a great buildup. It's just there aren't like and I mean we've talked about you know there aren't like a yeah. ton of great rock songs these days. It's not like what what's like really the most uh, adventurous or challenging music. But I think this is a really fantastic, interesting song. But I, as a as a resident, you know rock stand, I'd be curious what you thought of this, Lindsay.
2: Well, I do have that on my resume, mm-hmm. but I love this song and this is one of those bands where I, I've heard the name for a really long time and I'm just like, oh yeah, I know, like I I know who they are and I actually don't, I've never really listened. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that you picked a song because it forced me to take a minute and listen and confirm that I am indeed a fan. Um, it's just, it's right up my alley. It The beginning sort of reminded me of like a weird fusion of Ryan Adams and Kurt Vile.
3: I can see that. Yeah, Um,
2: Like somewhere in between, but also a little bit harder than both. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear the album, especially if you say it's great.
3: I do. What what do you think, Jason? I
4: really like this, actually. Yeah. Uh, It's funny because I will always like – so I've been to Bonnaroo six times. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure Jay, Roddy, Walston, and the business have been there (laughs) <laughs> five of those times i mean that's actually that's not yeah. true but i i feel like every time i've been to bonnaroo ever they're they're there and they're jamming out and everybody's mm-hmm. enjoying they're like a quintessential bonnaroo band so i've never i i've enjoyed their live show at bonnaroo and elsewhere mm-hmm. but have never really explored their their catalog and, mm-hmm. and uh, i'm glad you sent this over because um i liked it a lot
3: yeah i think it's great and i think it kind of you know it's it, it i I've also seen them live and i yeah it, this is different than that it's it's a little more focused, yeah. a little more uh polished but yeah, it's very solid I'm totally and it, into yeah, it. and I
4: think that's why I haven't sought out their just like their catalog mm. their catalog because yeah I didn't think it would be this focused. so yeah, I like it all right cool uh well let's uh oh and yeah so
3: in the rest of the you know the album without giving anything away, but there's these uh, great little kind of like flourishes on it like before and after some of the tracks they'll just throw in like kind of like instrumental noodling kind of white Mm -hmm. album-ish which is always fun
2: yeah when Um, is it out uh Mm -hmm.
3: september 29th i think if memory serves but yeah so it's uh j roddy walston and the business song is called you know me better
2: you know me better than i know myself i don't
4: have
0: to think i think it's just as well
4: My, you Know Me Better, that reminds me of a Roisin Murphy Oh, my song. God.
3: Are you kidding me? I definitely thought of that great Roisin Murphy song, You Know yeah. Me Better. Oh, I love her so much. I know you do. I know you do. I think about her all the
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird.
3: For a, for a pop star that no one really cares about in America, I think about her an awful lot. Um, all right. So next and last, uh, Lindsay, we have Sid, S-Y-D. Yep. Song is Bad Dreams slash No Looking Back. Uh, this is Sid of the internet slash Odd Future mm-hmm. adjacent fame. Uh, what, what do you have to say about this one?
2: Um, I think it's pretty awesome. She put out her debut in February, so getting back out there pretty quickly. And this yeah, is just gonna, a great song. I was going to ask,
4: like, is it this like a leftover track?
2: Do you know? No. Um, a project is coming out. The date I saw was what? September 8th, but I don't know if that was 100% confirmed. Cool. But yeah, it's either... They, she put out album art for it, and it's either going to be, like, a visual project or an EP or an album. Not really known, but it appears as though this will be on that. Cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's awesome. The lyrics are really great to me, and they remind me a lot of The Weekend because they're just, like, super sultry and a lot of the stuff that he gets into. But you don't often hear it from a female, mm-hmm. which is why I yeah. think it's really cool. It's just, like, late night, lights low, R&B, you know? <laughs> That's like a good
4: weekend comparison <laughs> so, because <laughs> the net, like tomorrow I'm going to catch you. Joe's going to be at his desk <laughs> imagining himself things. <laughs> and Lindsay's going to like be slower in the lights while listening to Sid. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. No, I, 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 what, what's great about Sid is she's so distinct and that's one of the things I loved about Finn. Uh, mm-hmm. Her album who came. Yeah. Wow. It came out in February. It feels like yeah. so long ago. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no one else is really making music like Sid. And mm-hmm. um, I've returned to that album a lot. And, I, yeah, I, I thought this might have been a cast off just because it it definitely continues in that mode. But I'm, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
3: I I don't have much. You know, I think it's I like songs that fall into that like seductive hookup, but like specifically unromantic genre yeah. um, that The Weeknd does a lot of. But you're right. You don't hear it enough from women and um and I, I mean part of that is just because people are, are less willing to buy that kind of music from mm-hmm. women unfortunately uh but yeah like there's the line we only kiss when we're um yeah. that said over and over that's awesome it's a good one um but yeah it's good I I, I totally dig it I like her I've seen her live she's fantastic
2: oh yeah hmm. all right
3: all right, well, let's listen to it. We're closing in our time. Let's so, do it. Uh, Sid, Bad Dreams, No Looking Back.
4: I'm on my way, you tell me to wait. Say your base is a mess, doesn't matter to me. Don't waste your time. Be there intended
2: time, or buzz me in. We say we don't want no lovingness, But when we're intimate, you don't resist. Yeah. We
3: That was Sid, S-Y-D, uh, and that's all we got for this podcast. What so. an
2: episode,
4: huh? What an e- <laughs> Wow, got a
2: little bit of everything. <laughs> I liked every song that we talked about today. Yeah, I think I did
3: too, one. actually. No duds on this one. Usually yeah. we you know squeak in a couple stinkers, right? <laughs> <kidding>. Do we? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, just briefly, because we, we do have to run. Uh, so Billboard Hot 100 Fest was this last weekend. Oh, yeah. What was everyone's favorite act that they saw?
2: I loved Big Sean. Thought he put on a really great show, and I'd never seen him live. I also love T-Pain. He did like a little soulful jam in the middle. Mm-hmm. His voice is incredible when he's not singing through the vocoder. vocoder yeah, vocoder, vocoder, such auto tune. Yeah, right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, I was only so I was only there on Sunday, but uh, shout out to Camila. She was great. She was really good. Mm-hmm. We were all mobbing. You know what's so funny? So I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you notice? So. For those who weren't there, a bunch of us billboard people were in, like, the pit <laughs> watching Camila. And I was just, like – I was being goofy and whatnot. Um, and I saw to our left our two interns. Did you guys I see them? I saw them, them. yeah. Yes. And, like – but clearly didn't want to, like, hang with us. And so I came over to them this morning. I was like, yo, saw so you guys at Camila. What's going on? You Do not want to come over? And they were like, oh – I, sorry, I was like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to make <laughs> you feel bad. Well, way to go! Shame, yeah. I Sounds think like I you did. did. Um, but yeah, Camila, Camila's like live shows on point. She had a yeah. great live She's presence. Great. Yes, her voice
3: sounded very good, and it was just a great. She seemed so joyous. It was yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Like see
4: if like for those listening, see Camila live. She's opening for Bruno Mars. um Should be great. It's a good show
3: uh, for me. Tanache, I loved. She's such, ah, her, she's such a good dancer. I wish her I backup dancers her. are yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, It was just fantastic. But yeah, all right. Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, another one for one, the books. Swish swish bish. Another one yeah. in the basket. Wow. sure All right. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations for music, please hit us up on Twitter. Or thoughts about the ones we talked about. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
0: plus.